in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. You're coming through like a chipmunk. I mean, that's hot. <laughs> no. Oh. No, it's not. Sorry. What does a Minnesota chipmunk, chipmunk sound like? Oh, yeah, touch me there. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it like that. Oh, yeah. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to, and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and would love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle. I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. Welcome back. That's so weird doing that when somebody's looking at me. Episode four mm-hmm. of the Chastity series. And today we are going to talk about horror stories. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. And in theory, it's Halloween today. It is. Happy Halloween. It's your favorite day. It is my favorite day. Mm-hmm. So in past episodes, specifically these last three, we have asked for you to send us horror stories or just stories of your chastity adventures. So today I'm going to read some of those. Are we doing housekeeping? Oh, and my subbies here. Hi, how are you doing? I will say this mm-hmm. as far as housekeeping goes. The first women's group is scheduled mm-hmm. for November 10th, and we are aiming between 7 30, maybe 7. 7 30 might be a hair bit late. So if you're interested in that, uh, Central Time. Central Time. Yeah. That's in important. America. <laughs> also important. Small details. Yeah. I don't like to give all the information. That would be silly. If you subscribe to my Patreon, you can join and I will send you a Mm -hmm. Zoom link, a ladies only. The first group is going to be the women's group. We are working on getting a men's group together. And also if there's any interest in the men's group and then also a couples group where both my subby and I will have a Zoom meeting with other couples that are Mm -hmm. interested in chatting. The men's group will obviously just be my subby 
And we are also talking about if somebody isn't able to attend the meeting, we would like to record the meetings and you can send me a message through Patreon and request the recorded copy and I will privately send it. Obviously, that goes for the women on the women's group, the men on the men's group, Mm -hmm. and anybody can access the couples. Probably audio only. Yeah, it will be audio only. I think that's just Mm -hmm. better. Thanks for giving that detail. I like to forget. I'm I'm the detail kind of guy. I don't want to hear nothing. I'm not saying a word. Shut your (laughs) mouth. Not saying a word. All right. So. Word. Let's delve in before I spank my subby. Yes, you shouldn't touch me. That was a wise move on your part. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is I got an email from somebody about a chastity tip. And I thought this was fantastic. And yes, it is Halloween, but everybody is already decorating and celebrating Christmas. So let's talk about this. Um, <laughs> as far as the Halloween theme, this would be like a trick or treat thing, right? So this is sort of a trick. Yes. Well, yeah. Trick. That works. The horror stories would be the treat you see. So this says, try attaching a pair of small jingle bells to the cage. I promise you it will be music to your ears, if not enticing a giggle when he walks by. My wife has installed a pair on me. They can easily be found on Amazon with any attachment hardware you may need. Maybe try blue as the color to further add to the ironic twist. (laughs) Or even the letter K, even a letter K charm to signify the ownership vibe. Be creative with it and have fun. Mm-hmm. That was a fantastic. And let me tell you, Amazon, here I come. Mm-hmm. I liked that so much. So thank you to the wonderful listener that sent me that. By the way, mm-hmm. we're recording this episode at our friend's house. Yes. So our we, neighbor. We have. Um, Who's not our neighbor anymore. Yeah. So there may be a pipe in from. Yes. Every once in a while. We told them to go on about their day. We're just using their space. Yep. So my 13-year-old doesn't have to hear any more than he needs to. Right. The first email is funny slash embarrassing chastity story. I'm not going to use the name. I don't know. I just feel comfortable not. This person is 38, and I'll just give you the backstory. This person stumbled upon the podcast on a blog site where someone had shared a post about why men slash women enjoy anal play or pegging. It's been a while. My wife and I had already started playing, but the affirmation I got from your post made me start your podcast from the beginning and have been listening here and there while driving to work. I That's love that so much. Amazing. I love that I'm in people's ears while they're driving to work. Uh, like you, we have children in the house. So our FLRs mostly on the down low with the exception of some online discord groups so i switched Mm. between a cherry keeper cage and the basic metal one with the rings off amazon with an external lock so one day i'm at work and on a scale of one to ten on how labor some my job is it's usually a three but can be an 11 at any moment Mm. so i'm at work and i end up having to go into a very small crawl space i'm Mm. not a tiny person short but (laughs) well-rounded i hear you me too same anyways I am in this crawl space, army crawling through to make repairs needed for the job. No big deal. The problem was when I am trying to get out of the crawl space, essentially my legs are hanging out of a hole in the ceiling 
feeling around for my ladder. My coworker is on that ladder trying to guide my feet as I'm passing him tools. I hear a distinct sound of my cage pop off. Mm-hmm. Me trying to slide out of the hatch. <laughs> the lock got hit just right or pulled and popped in my cage, popped off the ring. And my coworker's head is two feet or so from me. Thankfully, my wife slash key holder has me wearing more bikini brief type supportive underwear. So mm-hmm. nothing fell out. I had Keep a few place. <laughs> true story. I had a few wrenches in one hand and my keys in the other. So it could have been mistaken for one of those. But then you had to do like a walk of shame out of the building, mm-hmm. carrying the ladder, jumped into a porta potty of all things to assess and reattach everything. I was mortified. Dude is 20 years my senior. I would have never mm. heard the end of it. Nope. And then just because I like to hear things like this, your podcast makes an everyday FLR seem more like a reality than all the online sites come off as. Right. I appreciate that. That is the point. Even in one of the most active Discord groups where we are one of the more vanilla couples, but in reality, we would shock anyone who knew us. I like your each FLR is its own and find what works for you mantra. Totally. Thanks for all you do and good luck on the apartment slash house search. In case anyone's interested, I think that search has been solved. More to come on that. Maybe. That was a good email. Thank you. Yes, it sure was. Um, in case anyone's interested, I'm back on FetLife under Christine <laughs> Kellogg. And I only say that because I'm scrolling through my emails. Welcome to the ADD episode. Listen, I've not eaten today. Don't say it. I mean, it would have been. I don't. Could throw these all in a folder. Okay. This is from a patron. Okay. I believe, right? Uh, Yes, I believe so. Yep. Yep. Or this is from her submissive. Says my lady. My key holder has instructed me to provide you a Locktober story for your enjoyment. Mm. It was Locktober 2020. By now, I have already been locked in chastity full-time, 24-7, 365, for about four years. Holy shit balls. Mm. Well done. The day started pretty much like any other day. I got up, bathed my lady, packed her lunch, and performed my normal morning duties, such as making her breakfast, taking out the garbage, and making the bed. Once all were done, I got dressed and left for work. I was also locked up just as all the days previously. The cage, as we refer to it, the collar securely locked on me, had become normal. I was no longer even feeling them on me. It has become such a part of me and my body as a leg or an arm. It was natural for me to wear them. I was at work for about an hour when my supervisor called me. I was needed to attend a hearing at a local municipality for a property violation we received. I was briefed on the particulars and how to respond to it and off I went. So I jumped in my truck, drove to the place, parked and went inside, never even thinking about being caged and collared. As you can imagine, there was a line for entry mm-hmm. at the municipality that yep. was screening those who entered. Mm-hmm. Was, this is nothing out of the ordinary as the meetings would have commissioners and board members sitting on the panel. So I got in line just as everyone else did and again not even thinking about being caged and collared. As the line progressed, it became my turn to get screened. First part of screening, walking through a metal detector. Mm-hmm. It was only then did I think about our lifestyle and my little secret. Come on, sir, the guard said as I swallowed a big lump in my throat and said, well, 
here goes nothing. Mm -hmm. I proceeded to walk through the metal detector. It only took fractions of a second. In fact, I don't even know if I made it into the detector before. Yep, you guessed it. Beep, 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 beep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my, I thought this is definitely going to be interesting. The guard asked me to step forward so he could wand me as if I was in an airport checkpoint. Nervously, I stepped (laughs) forward. There was only one saving grace that kept me from being exposed completely, my collar. The guard went straight to the collar and instructed me to remove it. I replied, I'm sorry, but I can't. That is the purpose of the lock on it. He then asked, who did that to you and why? I simply replied with the truth. My wife did this and only she has the key. Mm-hmm. He chuckled with a bit. He chuckled with a bit of a smirk as well. All this time I'm hoping and praying, please don't wand below the waist. Please don't wand me below the waist. I guess he took a little pity on me for the collar and said, okay, move on through. Now this may sound lame, but keep in mind the people around the screening area, multiple guards, law enforcement, lawyers, and of course the general public all looking at me when the beeping started. For that five minutes, all eyes were on me, Mm -hmm. locked collar around my neck. Thank goodness it was too. How was I ever going to explain the cage that rarely comes off? Mm -hmm. The one thing I did make sure of was not to exit before I was done because I definitely did not want to go through that screening again. Hope you enjoyed this October story. I know my lady did. That was a fantastic story. I can identify with that. Okay. So I think this is a good lead-in to the TSA story. Oh, you want to jump into that already? Let, I mean, okay, so anybody who, if you haven't listened to our entire podcast, uh, you and may... thank you if you have. Yes. Um, but in the very beginning, I did the TSA story, and I will give you a little rundown for anybody that might be new here or this is your first episode. And for those of you that have already heard it, I hope you enjoy it second time mm-hmm. because I think it's amazeballs. Mm-hmm. So my subby was working in California and mm-hmm. it was a job where he didn't need his tools per se. It mm-hmm. was something that we could just fly so we didn't have to drive. Right. Well, we thought we were being smart. We were in the very early stages of our chastity very journey. Very much. And we were thinking, okay, we'll put a silicone chastity device on Mm -hmm. we'll use the zip tie lock yep there will be no metal it should be no problem we should avoid all complications right so i'm going to preface this because the last time i told this story it was all about how i was a terrible person for subjecting tsa to my kinks yes let me just say our whole intention here was to not subject anybody avoid any like any complications whatsoever anyone knowing about what we're doing and that was the intention of the yes. silicone cage with the plastic yes. with the zip tie. And I was so, we were so new to all of this. I mean, mm-hmm. it was very early on. So I was not in a place where I am now where I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it. I was very shy about it in private. Like this was something mm-hmm. that was between us. Right. So we are in the line to go through TSA and I get through just fine, of course. Mm-hmm. And my subby goes through and they pull him off to the side and they wand him. It goes, you know, just like the last email, yeah. it just goes off, all the beeps and the lights and all the things and right. whatever. So they pull him off to the side and they wand him. And the gentleman who was wanding him stops over his groin area and kind of gives him a look. And my subby looks at him and says, it's a chastity device. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, what? It was a younger guy. Yeah, it was a younger guy. 
And so my husband, thinking that he maybe didn't hear him, said, it's a male chastity device. And the guy still has a perplexed no look on clue. his face. No fucking clue. Finally, my subby looks at him and goes, it's a cock cage, man. Mm-hmm. I the, the younger TSA agent had no idea what to do with this. I don't know. I mean, maybe he was new. Maybe this is something that isn't as regular as I suspect it is or like I thought it was. So they pull him off even further to the side and say that they need to call in another TSA agent and he's going to have to show them. Right. In the moment when I told him that it's a cock cage, you know when you suddenly realize something or something shocks you, how you feel it in your body, down to your feet, like you have that shake. Mm -hmm. That's, I have to imagine that's what was going on because the look on his face. Oh, I'm sure he was extremely uncomfortable. Yes. Again, not our intention. So no. they, they call up uh, another agent over and he has to go, my subby has to go in this little room. Mm-hmm. And the other agent is also a male, older gentleman, probably far more experienced in all of this. But mm-hmm. I will never forget, I'm standing outside the door with a shit eating grin on my face. Keep in mind that this silicone cage is pink. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. So cute. I mean, did you, you didn't have women's underwear on that day, did you? Mm-mm. God, that would have made the story so much better. Anyway, I don't think I did. He's in the room and the two agents walk in with him and the door, I don't even know, uh, the door closes and less than 30 seconds later. And then let me take over from here. Okay. So we entered the room, mm-hmm. the younger guy and the older guy. And, and he asked me, you know, what, what's the situation? I told him it's male chastity device. And he looks at me. I said, it's, it's a cock cage. And he's like, I have to see it, you know, I said, okay, I, I get that. And I said, seriously, we can throw the fucking thing in the garbage. It's really not in this moment. It is not that important. It really, it's really not. Mm-hmm. He said, no, no, it's okay. I just need to see it so that I can verify. So dude's doing his job, mm-hmm. you know, and I totally respect that. So I unzip my pants and I pull them down, revealing the pink. Silicone cock cage. That I love so much. The <laughs> the older guy just smirks and like like I get it kind of thing. The younger guy has a look of shock on his face and exits the small room, leaving the door open for everyone to see my pink cock cage that I are in it. line. I saw it. I got a look the and I was just giggling. TSA line with this wide open door and this little Pink hot cage. It was amazing. You know how on uh, like Bugs Bunny Roadrunner on, on the Roadrunner when, you know, the Roadrunner takes off and there's a little cloud of dust and meet meet. That's exactly what it was. That was, it was fantastic. It was. it was a little, needless to say, that flight back, that cage went in the garbage because yep. we didn't check any bags nope. and we learned quite rapidly. Lesson. So it's a mass detector, not a metal detector. Correct. I mean, it's probably both, but two things on that. Uh, you got a comment on Twitter about um, somebody else who wears a cage or whatever. And she said that her subby wouldn't, that wouldn't trigger anything as far as a mass in his area. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, and that second, was, that was well we've gotten emails from people who go through TSA all the time with their metal cage. Yeah. And you can carry a card. Yeah. I think when we initially told the story, I think that you, uh, I think we did a tweet 
oh yeah, we reached out to, to TSA. TSA directly on Twitter. Yep, and it and gives you the they guidelines. Answered us and they yep. were very helpful and gave links and all the things to the card. And uh, and yeah, that's your way through that. Okay, so this is from, I used part of this email, I believe, last week oh. for episode three, but mm-hmm. the, he, he also shared some stories with me that I wanted to share. Mm-hmm. So here's one of, one of them that was in the email. One of the first times my wife and I spent a weekend with me locked up was a date night. I was wearing a Holy Trainer version two. We went out to eat and have a few drinks. After that, we went back to the hotel with a hot tub room with just the two of us. She was getting used to me being locked in chastity, so I initiated it. I've been looking, I have been locked up all, I had been locked up all evening. We had sex, which involved her sitting on my face. She Mm -hmm. then unlocked me for her on top vaginal sex. She came hard and I struggled to control myself. After she was done, we laid around and Serial watched a TV show. Mm-hmm. I locked back up while we watched TV. We were both naked on the bed, and pretty soon she rolled over on me, wanting more. She unlocked me and climbed back on, but I couldn't hold back. She slipped off of my penis and crawled back onto my face. Mm-hmm. I locked myself back up later, and this felt like the time we were off and running with chastity and orgasm denial. Mm-hmm. So that's not necessarily a horror story, really. But I think that that is a very key and interesting part of the chastity dynamic. Mm, I think I think a lot of women struggle with, you know, not allowing their partner to have an orgasm. I think they feel obligated to let their partner have an orgasm. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's real fun to have the ability to deny that. And you've been on both sides of that. I sure have, because I do really enjoy both sides. Uh, And then it goes on. We went to a hotel once and I can't remember where, but the last morning we were there, I was stepping into the shower. I was going to unlock my device to better clean myself up. My wife said, no, no, you don't unlock yourself. That's against the rules. That was such an awesome and powerful Mm -hmm. statement. A pretty simple thing, but incredible. Mm And then it goes on to also say, we started having extended lockup times. I purchased a strap-on harness with a dildo. The dildo options at the time were either smaller than my erection or way, way larger than my erection. The size I wanted to buy, which was in the middle, larger than mine, but not porn star size, was on back order. Naturally, being a guy, I purchased the larger size, which I think was around nine and three quarters in Mm -hmm. length. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and measure measurement challenged. Um, I put on I put on the strap on and sprung it on my wife one night. She was intimidated. She was like, I don't know if that will fit. She climbed on top to control the penetration and uncomfortably got off. She then lay down on her stomach while I straddled her and penetrated her from behind. I started stroking away and she said, You're too deep. So I had to reposition. I have never heard these things before. It made my penis struggle mightily against the cage. Mm. Later, I asked her what she would have done had my actual penis been that big. She said, I would have gotten used to it. 
I can't tell you how much that made my cage tight. Mm. She wasn't saying that as a dig or a joke to excite me. Mm. Okay, so I think this is... Okay. One of what feels like one of the most socially extreme experiences of our lifestyles is a weekend we went to a community event. I had been locked up in a custom steel device for a couple of weeks, and we decided to go to this event. I remember that the venue had just implemented strict security devices, Mm. metal detectors. I thought I should probably swap devices, so my wife let me change into a Holy Trainer plastic device. Neither of us thought about it because chastity was such a normal part of our lives, but due to the time of day and time of event, we ended up going to the gym before attending the event. We took the kids Mm. to the gym's child care center. My wife and I worked out for a bit, and then we went to our respective locker rooms to shower and change. I hadn't thought about it until I had mm-hmm. to undress, but mm-hmm. I was wearing a device and didn't care to expose it to anyone. I did my best to undress, cover myself, walk into the shower. I started showering, and it was tough to escape my mind that my wife might be on the other side of the wall mm-hmm. and free to touch herself if she were so inclined. I have corrective lenses and waffle between glasses and contacts. This time I was wearing glasses, which I took off to shower. I was basically blind while I showered. I didn't realize until after I wrapped up my shower that I had accidentally left about one fourth of the shower curtain open. I covered myself and went back to the locker. I started to dress and drop my towel and put on my underwear. I put them on and grabbed my glasses on and immediately realized my dentist of all people had seen everything. Mm. I didn't say anything. Neither did he. We have never mentioned it, which doesn't surprise me. I didn't intend to expose him to that, and I feel terrible he saw it. And then it says, the second time I wore my device outside our home state included a trip to Texas. The weekend in Texas was pretty uneventful, but the trip through the airport was anything but. Mm. My wife and two kids, on that note, my wife and two kids were going ahead of me through the DFW airport as I always go behind them to make sure things are okay. They walked through the body scanner just fine. I stepped into it while wearing a long lock Holy Trainer version two. I'm not blaming this, but my balls were throbbing. Hmm. I was wearing a pair of jeans and a hoodie. The security staff flagged me down immediately. They took me over to the scanner and the guy made me hold my hands up while he rubbed a piece of cloth across my, across my bulging crotch. They took me off to the side and wiped down my luggage. Thankfully, they didn't do anything beyond that. My wife was upset with me for forgetting my son's tablet was at the check through. Oh, no. Oh. Sounds like the airport can be a real tricky place to be with the old chastity devices. Correct. Okay, now this is on the Twitter machine. Mm -hmm. Chastity horrors. Oh, this is the one. This. Is this the exclamation point? This is the one. Oh, this one makes me cringe and I don't even have a penis. We were at, (laughs) well, I mean, not one that's attached to my body. Correct. We were with another couple at a restaurant and I was locked up in a CB 3000. My wife started playing footsie under the table and I got excited and hard. They're with another couple. Yes. So it says we were with another couple at a restaurant. Hmm. So she's doing this under the table. Yes, that's what it says. Props to you. My wife started playing footsie under the table and I got excited and hard. So much so that the seam of the penis cage split. At first, it was a bit of a relief with the extra space. But then, like all good things, it ended abruptly. 
when the split seam was no longer being forced open with my hard on. Well, it snapped back into its original shape, snapping a good chunk of my flaccid dick skin and trapping it in the seam. (laughs) Fuck, I mean, like, I like to cause you pain, but man, that makes my toes curl and not in a good way. I went crazy and without thinking, I blurted out, give me the key to my wife. Confused, shocked, dismayed. She said, it's at home. I got up. The perfect place for the key to be when you're out and about. I got up, run wobbling to the toilet to try and free myself. I was able to free the skin and return to our table. Luckily, our friends were not exactly vanilla, but nevertheless, it was awkward to explain what just happened. The women laughed and the other guy remained uncomfortably silent. Mm -hmm. You're next, buddy. I liked that one so much. And then I do have one more. This one was, I believe, an Instagram message. This is just a screenshot because I wanted to make sure it was easily accessible. I mean, I don't always do my work when I need to, but. Oh, I know. I love you so much. We got this. Editing's easy. (laughs) I feel like I want to break my fingers right now. Uh, Hubby's in October at the minute, and we went to a theme park over the summer. Luckily, just us, but never thought about having a metal security scanner as it didn't the last time we went. By the time we knew, we were in the queue to get in, and Hubby really started to panic. Obviously, the machine beeps Mm -hmm. at him, so they do a scanner, and it beeps around his cock area. He tried to tell the security guard what it was, and they took him aside to a room like your subby. Sounds familiar. (laughs) And the two of them inspected him and walked out a bit shocked. I was wetting myself the whole time. (laughs) I thought it was hilarious, especially how he panicked. Listen, I am with you on that. It is so funny. And it's interesting, too, because where were we just going the other day and you had the cage on? And I said, fuck, I wonder. Oh, we were going to the Mall of America. Yeah. We were going to the Apple store and we're driving there. And I said, well, shit, do you think they've installed metal detectors there yet? And well, it logistically, it doesn't make sense. I don't think I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know. I think at one point they had them there or they were talking about having them there. And that's. That's what brought that up. But then also, um, I took my mom to place this week, and it did cross my mind, like, do they have metal detectors there? I mean, And I didn't think about it until I got into the parking lot of the place. Yeah. I mean, listen, when you're with your mom, I don't really hope that happens to you. However, he did say to me on the, mall, on the way to the Mall of America, do you think I should take it off? I said, fuck no. Nope. Put me through the humiliation. You act like you don't like it. I mean, again, I don't want to submit Guys, somebody. I don't want to subject, not submit. You submit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to subject somebody to our king. Right. However. Right. That's probably the yeah. biggest part. Yeah. I mean, your humiliation. It's just added. It's frosting on the cake, yeah. isn't it? True story. I was going to say the icing on the cupcake, but that works too. <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> i'm not quite sure i got all of the horror stories or embarrassing stories that were sent to me if i find more oh we can totally bring them up 
I will throw another time. Yeah, sure. I'll throw them on my Patreon or I will do like a mini episode or a bonus episode with some more because I do mm-hmm. enjoy hearing about these. Not because I like to hear about other people's misery. It's more, I mean, from part of it, it's an educational. Absolutely. You know, there's things that happen to people that you, or I mean, like TSA, we would have mm-hmm. never, I don't know. Correct. So it's helpful to check those stories. I think that about wraps it up. I mean, in summation of all of the episodes mm-hmm. uh, for this fantastic October, and I have big plans for next October, but we will see how those play out. I very much enjoy talking about chastity. It is absolutely one of our, uh, I don't know about our, but it's my favorite aspect of our dynamic. And mm-hmm. it is the one thing that has been introduced to me that I didn't use my big fat head to overthink. I was like, fuck yes, I'm on board. Let's do this. Bolt feet into the deep end yeah, of the I pool. Yeah, I have never even looked yeah. back. I don't know that there's ever been a day where I'm like, gosh, I really wish we didn't practice chastity. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's more days where I'm like. A couple days I might have come up with. <laughs> <laughs> was one of them in the airport? Uh, that one probably is on the list. Oh, do tell. When would be the other day? Because every day that ends in Y, you're horny, so it can't be that. I will tell you, uh, and there's probably guys in professions like when the email that you got, where if you don't have the right gauge, work can be a challenge. Especially work where you're uh, on your knees, standing up, like making all the body How are you on your knees, standing up? (laughs) That was a comma. Commas are important. Comma. Jesus, Brimony. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Anywho. I mean, listen, it's a it's a real hard line for me to walk because part of me is like, I love that it's uncomfortable for you like that. No. But. When it's drawing blood, though, is oh, what I'm talking yeah, about. When I mean, we're in that extreme. Drawing, I mean, then there's, I yes. mean, there's safety yes. things there, right? Because yes. none of this should really end up in the ER. There's a difference between being uncomfortable and being in the ER. Yes. I mean, uncomfortable would be like a cage and a butt plug with a thong at work. I mean, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes, it does. Warming up to it. I don't know that you have a case. This I mean, is, there's always this the, there's always the safe word. However, like I'm saying, you know, don't and you say this over and over. You know, don't think that you know you're going to start this one day and it's on twenty four seven forever. Right. You know. There's plenty of experimenting. Yes. There's plenty of figuring out what works for you, for sure. Especially in your, if you are in a in a physical job mm-hmm. or any job for that matter. I mean, you know, you happen to get the wrong cage or something isn't fitting right and you're sitting at your desk or whatever. And that's pinching you all day long. Yeah. I mean, you have, to, you have to be realistic. Right. Right. So. And chastity is not for everybody. And yes, I understand that you start this chastity journey and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I want to wear this all the time. This mm-hmm. is fantastic. I love it. Mm-hmm. Be realistic about it. If it's causing you pain, if you're uncomfortable, listen right. to your body. Don't push it. I would say don't push it to the extremes. Right. And like the one I have on now for a while, it was causing problems. Mm-hmm. We were having a real issue and now here we are. And now it's been on for quite some time. And Maybe I'm your not- wiener shrink. Um, Ooh, that was very second grade-ish. <laughs> maybe your wiener shrinked. <laughs> or maybe your penis got smaller. Maybe. That sounds I much better. It's hard to I say. have a feeling you're going to have uh, your wiener shrinked. In this, um, but. I don't know 
because yeah. I had, while I was away this week, I had a little bit of pinching and I'm not really sure where it came from because it just went away. So I don't know if it just. Were your balls full and then they emptied themselves? No. Oh, fun question. Yeah. Have you ever ejaculated with the cage on? Not ejaculated. May have dripped. Yeah. Do you think you could orgasm with the cage on? Do you we, also? We've do, never tried. Nope, we sure haven't. Do you also think that you could come while your penis was flaccid? Outside of me milking your prostate. Okay. What would be what would be the way of doing that? I don't know. I mean, obviously, probably not caged. You would not be able to. I mm-hmm. would suspect you would get an erection. Mm-hmm. I, this might be a topic for another episode. Somebody Maybe. had reached out to me. I don't remember if it was on Twitter or what it was on. Uh, was talking about he was training his penis to be able to ejaculate in a flaccid state. So he could ejaculate... And I'm just fascinated by that. Like another question that I've, I've had asked also is if you maintain an erection during a pegging session. I don't. Yeah. And that's what I said. I would suspect it most. And I don't know don't, that you, I don't know that you've ever ejaculated or came. However, whatever. I don't know that you've ever come when I'm pegging you. I don't think so. I don't think so either. We should work on that. Yeah. Back to chastity and half of pegging. Those are just questions that somebody can ask me on Twitter. And I didn't know the answers. And I still don't really know the answers, but they were fun questions. Oh, proof that we don't know everything. Fucking true story. I am always learning. We're learning along with you. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this Locktober series. I hope it was helpful Mm -hmm. in some way or another. And I said this on another episode, ladies. Chastity is sometimes hard for you to grasp. Don't give up on it. And if there are ladies out there that want to have a conversation about it, because you think they might be interested, but maybe not so sure, you can always join the ladies group. You can email me all the things. I like talking to people and learning about kind of what makes them tick, where their relationships have, all those things are quite interesting to me. So I think that wraps this up. Unless there's anything else you can think of. That we were going to mention on here. Season two is on the corner. Sure is. Stuff going on. What's that? Oh, stop ticking. Yes. Very. I don't. I like it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I hope you have a fantastic week. Stay healthy. Be kind. Be a good human. Mwah. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR Consulting via messages and video, and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby, full and sample erotic audios, and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. 
Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other.